I'm Alex Sharfin, and this is the Momentum Podcast, made for empire builders, game changers, trailblazers, shot takers, record breakers, world makers, and creators of all kinds. Those among us who can't turn it off and don't know why anyone would want to. We challenge complacency, destroy apathy, and we are obsessed with creating momentum so we can roll over bureaucracy and make our greatest contribution. Sure, we pay attention to their rules, but only so that we can bend them break them, then rewrite them around our own will. We don't accept our destiny, we define it. We don't understand defeat because you only lose if you stop, and we don't know how. While the rest of the world strives for average and clings desperately to the status quo, we are the minority, the few, who are willing to hallucinate there could be a better future. And instead of just daydreaming of what could be, we endure the vulnerability and exposure it takes to make it real. We are the evolutionary hunters, clearly the most important people in the world, because entrepreneurs are the only source of consistent, positive human evolution, and we always will be. Eat for momentum. The way I coach entrepreneurs is holistic. I don't just say, here are the numbers you need to track to make you successful, or here's the system you should apply to your business to make you successful, or here's this other thing you can do. When I'm coaching at the highest level, I coach entrepreneurs on a holistic basis. These are all the things you should be doing. These are the things you should be doing for your health. These are the things you should be doing for the relationships in your life. These are the things you should be doing for your business. And I coach from a place of sharing keystone habits that make everything in your life easier. So just imagine that. If you you adopt a keystone habit, it will make everything in your life easier and it won't cause you damage anywhere. Like I'll share one with you, hydration. This is one of the first things I talk to my clients about. Now I show them how to set up the infrastructure to build seven-figure and eight-figure, nine-figure, and even sometimes... 10-figure businesses. But the way that I coach the individual I'm talking to is about taking care of themselves. And when I can get somebody to take on more water, to stay hydrated, to take our hydration challenge at getthirstynow.com, the 10-day natural thirst challenge, if I can get somebody to go through that 10-day challenge, they become more aware, more present everywhere. How much leverage does that give someone like us? If you're going to the, through the day one or 2% more aware, or maybe three or four or five or six because you're fully hydrated, you're not running low on resources, you're not dehydrated, which causes a whole cascade of symptoms. In fact, if you look at the top 20 prescription drugs in the United States, they treat the symptoms of what we have, of, of categorized diseases today. But if you look at the early onset symptoms of those diseases, in almost all cases, They're treating the symptoms of dehydration. And it's estimated 85% of the population is dehydrated. And it causes, it's about like being drunk. So if I can get somebody hydrated all the time, that keystone habit makes them better when they're with their team, when they're planning, when they're brainstorming, when they're working out, when they're with their family, they're more present, they're more aware, and they're healthier. It helps you detox. Water is actually the only way we detox as human beings. That is the mechanism for detoxification of the body is water. So the second you become slightly dehydrated, you start taking on more toxicity. This is why hydration is one of the keystone habits I treat. Well, yesterday I answered a question from Facebook and one of the other questions below Wallace's question was, how do you eat for momentum? Or no, what do you eat for momentum? 
And here's what's interesting. As an evolutionary hunter, as someone who has unique attributes to your personality, like high sensitivity and awareness. What does that mean? That means that we see more, we feel more, we understand more than the average person out there. Future focus, what is that? That's that visionary quality that also can make you look like you're daydreaming. What other, the, the, the 10 attributes of the entrepreneurial personality type, like high processing capacity where your brain actually does process information faster and you can take on massive amounts of data. Those are just three out of 10. Well, here's the thing about the way we are hardwired and what makes us successful. When we are high pressure and noise, high sensitivity and awareness goes from being a superpower because this is that thing that lets us know what's going on in a room after we walk in and, and, see, and we didn't hear the conversation. High sensitivity and awareness is what lets us see that, that what other people don't see. We notice what other people don't, aren't aware of. That high sensitivity and awareness allows us to feel our way forward as the entrepreneurs we are. That's the evolutionary hunter, but under high pressure and noise, high sensitivity and awareness can feel like we're being attacked. Colors get loud, noise, forget about it. And if you're thinking, well, I don't really relate to that, well, when was the last time you were looking for an address and you turned down the radio? We instinctively lower pressure and noise to be able to see around us. Let's think of future focus. That's that, that visionary condition that makes us go out into the future and try and understand if there could be a new reality, come back to the present, insist it becomes real. That visionary quality, but if we have high pressure and noise, that future focus gets completely cluttered. Then we do start daydreaming and we start over-accelerating. In fact, our brain just starts overworking when we have high pressure and noise because that future focus has nowhere to go. So it's just running constantly. We start having trouble sleeping. We have a hard time uh, just being normal. We can feel anxiety. We can feel like literally have panic attacks because we have nowhere to focus under high pressure and noise. We can't see the future. When we lose our handle on the future, everything goes wrong. But when you lower pressure and noise, then you can see it again clearly. So if you've been plateaued, maybe there's too much pressure and noise in your life. And I'm taking a minute on this podcast because this is one of the most important topics I cover. I can talk to you about your cadence and in your business. I can talk to you about how you develop a hiring process that will, will crush so you bring in the right people on your team and you develop the infrastructure of your company. I can show you how you can become a better leader and have your team trust you and start predicting the future. But if you don't take care of yourself, I don't wanna do any of those things. And, and I'm not joking. When someone in one of my programs isn't taking care of themselves, we have a conversation. Because I don't wanna help you go into a period of success when you're unhealthy and you don't have healthy habits because they will get worse. And that high processing capacity that we have, that ability to process tons of data, to, to think faster, well, when we have high pressure and noise, it's like it, it just, it's high processing with nowhere to go. And you can hear it in the words of entrepreneurs. They say like, I'm spinning my wheels. I'm working my, my butt off, but I'm not getting anywhere. I'm stuck, you know, I'm stagnant. It's because that high processing capacity under high pressure and noise, it's like everything runs together. And so for people like us, it's not so much what you should eat for momentum, it's what you shouldn't. Because today, 
there is an entirely different diet available for human beings than there has been at any other time in human history. Right now, as we stand here, we have a population of human beings that is eating primarily and almost exclusively processed foods. A whole food diet has become a relic of the past. It's rare that you find anybody who even approaches a whole food diet. And the challenge that we have is that today, there are laboratories and research teams and scientists that are working to, to create foods that will taste, it, it, that will chemically addict you. Because these are chemical products. And there are scientists right now who are developing the next series of chips with even more intense taste, with even more intense flavors, that when you eat them, only crunch seven times. Doesn't this sound familiar? Crunch, 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 crunch. Because when you eat Doritos, they only crunch seven times because there's an entire team of people making sure that that's what happens. Because seven's enough to satisfy your instinct to crunch, and but not so much that it wears you out where you don't reach for another. And that's not a joke. And so if you want to eat for momentum, here are the things you should avoid. And here are the things you should pull out of your diet. You should not be eating processed sugars because if you look at what sugar does to the human organism, it almost immediately starts making you lose presence and awareness. It accelerates us. It changes the biochemistry of the body. It can cause us to hold excessive fat. Processed sugars only in today's timeline in human history, do you get as much sugar as you possibly do? We are at a peak consumption of sugar and we are at a peak we are at a peak of obesity in the world with countries like Mexico where I'm from having obesity numbers over 75% because processed sugar has become so prevalent it's like a food group now. These are the things that you have to get out of your diet. I'll tell you what to do next. The next thing is Artificial colors, every product you buy, you need to pick it up and look at it and does it have red number four or yellow number six or any of those because they've all been proven to be nervous stimulants and to have all types of, of, of effects on the body, on the nervous system, on the brain, that they permeate the blood brain barrier, that they can, they get stuck in the lymphatic system, that they are, they're essentially, you're carrying around toxics from petroleum production because when those products were approved, they were approved in such minute amounts that there's no way it was predicted human beings would be eating as much colors as we do today. And what's crazy is you go into a lot of like GNC's, which is a health store, and a third of the products have some type of chemical component, which is a color or the next one, an artificial flavor. Artificial flavors are nervous stimulus agents. You don't know what's in those flavors. Those are chemical compounds that we know one of the outcomes of that chemical compound is that it has a taste on your tongue. Just like we know that one of the outcomes of artificial sweeteners is that it makes you taste sweet. Well, DDT is a poison that when it was sprayed in neighborhoods, people ended up with DDT poisoning. It's a bug killer. Well, when they massage the chemical compound of DDT over and over and over again, not looking for a sweetener, somebody in a lab accidentally licked some of the compound and a derivative of DDT actually created a sweet flavor. That's an artificial sweetener. And 
When you look at artificial flavors, preservatives, and additives, here's what happens with all of those. Here's my argument for your health. Here's my argument for your momentum. Here's my argument for your focus and your awareness and your ability to build the future. There's a reason why so many billionaires look like linebackers or fitness models because they've realized that there's a different gear you get into when you optimize. When you treat yourself like a professional athlete, everything gets easier and you just have more capacity for everything. And which one of us feels like we have enough? Not me. And so when you look at artificial, the preservatives, additives, artificial sweeteners, any of these things have been tested in labs, but they've been tested in animals for a limited period of time individually. They have never been tested in the chemical cocktails that we are getting today where you pick up food products that have six, seven, eight, ten, 10, some over 20 different chemical additives in order to hold it together and make it look like what it's supposed to be. And you can't trust these things. You can't trust the FDA to protect you from anything. Aspartame is an artificial sweetener that's in diet drinks and in all kinds of different products. 75% of the complaints coming into the FDA are around aspartame. It's one of the most, I believe, one of the most dangerous compounds ever put into the market. What it does is artificially reset your bliss point and tell your body that you're about to eat something sweet, but because you just got a signal of sweet from your mouth that now nothing is actually being digested, you get hungrier. It's already been proven in Europe that the consumption of aspartame in the form of diet drinks actually increased body mass, not in a good way. So you drink your diet drink, you end up actually eating more. It's kind of a, a diabolical plan. Like, I wonder if anybody could have actually possibly planned that. Crunch, 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 crunch. Right? And when you look at these products, you have to make an excuse to eat them because you can't possibly think that eating manu manufactured food is going to have the same outcome on your body as eating a whole food diet of natural products that are, are come out of the ground. Like if anybody comes to me and says, oh, well, I think manufactured products could actually be better, you're crazy. There's this proven entourage effect of eating a natural product that in so many cases, it makes it almost ideal for us to eat and digest. Like as an example, an apple. If you juice an apple and you drink the apple juice, you're drinking a tremendous amount of sugar and it goes straight to the bloodstream. It has a high burn rate. It can have some negative consequences on your blood pressure or your blood pressure, your blood sugar. You can feel sweaty if you are sensitive to sugars. But if you eat an apple with all of the fiber and in the packaging of the apple, the entourage effect with the enzymes included in it has an entirely different glycemic effect because it's eaten together. And so if you want to eat in order to create momentum, the key is you have an intentional, justified diet that is additive and it's constraint-free. It it, it's additive to what you're doing. It actually makes you better. It actually gives you momentum. You now, the research is out. You can eat in order to create momentum. <clears throat> we know that if you eat grass-fed beef, 
as opposed to normal grain-fed beef, it can have six or eight times as many of the right fatty acids as a normal beef. We, you, we now know that if you upgrade your diet and it's justified and it's intentional, you can actually, you know, organics have a significantly more nutrients and enzymes and phytonutrients than non-organic foods. And I mean, they obviously taste different. And so when what you should eat is an intentional diet that's justified for you and who you are. Because here's my take on diet. There just isn't one that fits everybody. I mean, there are some incredible diets out there that I've followed, but I think all of us modify after time. You know, I think Dave Asprey's Bulletproof Diet was genius and is genius, and I follow a lot of it, but I've modified over time. And I've figured out what is specifically the best for me by doing an elimination diet. And, you know, here's, here's what I would recommend. If, you have, if, you're, if you're not in a place where you're happy with where you are, first, switch to a whole foods diet for at least 30 to 90 days. The book, The Whole 30, is the simplest, easiest one to read, and it can get you up and running in a couple of days. And cut out all preservatives in your diet for the next 30 days and see how much different you feel and you think and you see and you hear people around you and how much more aware you are. And by the way, also, see how right around day four, five, six, seven, you start feeling like crap when you detox from all the stuff you've been eating because when your body's not getting the toxicity, it finally dumps it and you'll feel it. <laughs> I've been there. <laughs> and... When you finish that elimination diet, you'll know what you should be eating because what you do is you remove allergens from the diet. You would eat an extraordinarily clean diet for about 60 days. Then you, one at a time, test foods to see if you have a reaction or a sensitivity, and it will allow you to build a custom diet for you. And in all cases, when you're traveling, when you're doing anything, I have a, a, a shortcut thought process, lower risk, Increase reward, low risk, high reward. So whenever I'm eating anywhere, my first thought is, how do I remove the risk in this meal? I don't eat fried foods. I don't eat foods that have been pan fried. You know, I'm, I'm careful with what, I, what type of dressings I allow to be put on my food because I want to be careful I don't get MSG or a chemical additive. I don't have them in my diet at all. If I travel and I get it in my diet, I feel terrible. You have no idea how much noise all of this pressure, or you have no idea how much pressure and noise all of this stuff's costing you until you get it out of your body and then you have some. It'll blow you away. And so my motto whenever I'm eating is low risk, high reward. Because I travel and people say, how do you travel and continue to eat healthy? I, I choose the lowest risk, highest reward thing I can anywhere I eat. So... I eat the healthy, healthiest thing on the menu, and if I can, I order something that might even be healthy on the side. Like if I have to eat at a burger place, I might get a burger with no bun and a side of broccoli because I'm lowering the risk and increasing reward and making sure that I'm going to feel well afterwards. And that's, what, you know, that's individual for everyone because there's a lot of people listening, like my friend Sterling Griffin wouldn't ever eat what I just said, but... You too, he too, can lower risk and increase reward, and so can you. And so if you want to eat for momentum, first eliminate all of the garbage that is a manipulation trying to make you eat more food with unknown side effects, with all types of issues. And by the way, if anybody wants to debate this, let's go, because the gig's up. 
I mean, there's a reason why so many different companies are pulling artificial colors out of their formulations, but the less expensive companies aren't because it's a lot more expensive to switch. But there's so much social pressure now that finally they're, they're caving and taking them out of their products without admitting they were ever bad. And if you think any processed food is safe, you've got to really do your research because aspartame, that product I told you about, the, the artificial sweetener that a lot of you probably use or have used, that product gets 75% of the complaints to the FDA. Well, the problem is there's two new products, Neotame and Adventame. They're hundreds of times as strong as aspartame, but they're a derivative of aspartame. Neotame, Nutame, Adventame, Advantagetame, they're derivatives of the same product. And here's what's interesting. We probably won't get a lot of complaints about them because the FDA approved their use without them being on a label. So what that means is you can pick up a product read the ingredients and end up getting spiked with an artificial sweetener without even knowing it because the FDA is no longer requiring them on the label because they're used in such small quantities. If they have any type of an effect on the body, that just means they've figured out a way to concentrate the effect of what was happening before. So don't tell me that smaller quantity means I don't need to know about it. That's, that kind of thing terrifies me. The fact that the FDA opened the door to having any type of a chemical additive in any product without it being on the label is terrifying. So regardless of what your diet is, make it a whole foods diet where you're not eating processed foods. Let everybody else eat it. You choose presence and awareness and then make your diet intentional, justified. You know, I would never tell somebody to not be vegan or vegetarian or paleo or keto or whatever it is. As long as it's justified for them, they're doing it in the best way possible, they can explain it to you, and I would never ever tell somebody that they should change for me because I've been every one of those things. Heck, for two years at one point, Katie and I were raw vegan. I've tried it all. I happen to have settled on paleo because it's where my blood chemistry seems to work the best. It's where my hormone levels are the most consistent. It's where I feel best and with the highest level of focus and the least level of pain. Those were my criteria. And mine's a modified paleo diet because I've also done an elimination diet. And I don't eat everything that paleo people eat because some of it I react to. And anytime I go anywhere, I lower risk and increase reward. You should do the same. If you make these changes in your diet, you will be shocked at how doors open. Seriously, the clouds part and the sun comes up brighter because you're going to feel better and have an entirely different outlook on 100% of your life. Because if you're eating the standard American diet today, you are being dramatically affected by what you're putting in your mouth, and none of us can predict by just how much. If you are uh, growing a business, this is important information for you. And if you're growing a business, it's also important for you to know where you stand. Next week on Tuesday at 3 p.m. Central, I'm doing a webinar. If you go to billionairecode.com forward slash focus, I'm going to be sharing three things. Exactly what our personality type is and how you can take advantage of it. 
I'm going to be talking about momentum and how you can get into momentum and stay there. And I'm sharing the full billionaire code, just like I did for Russell Brunson at Funnel Hacking Live, the same that I just went out and shared with Jay Abraham at Nick Nicholas and Amanda Bayerly's event. And the entire billionaire code live and i'm going to answer questions so go to billionairecode.com forward slash focus and if you register and you can't be there we'll make sure that you get the replay